So, Re. Yes, Jim. Bad news for people who like good news. Oh, that's um, my second favorite Modest Mouse album. Right. Uh, uh, the curfew that was lifted statewide in, in New York, thanks to the appellate judges, has been reinstated by the appellate judges. The appellate judges are a bunch of dudes from Footloose, the priests from Footloose. No fun. Uh, they're, they're like, you know what? Wagging their finger, and they're like, bars have to close at 11. And what's, so what's interesting to me is, in this whole nonsense, is that, like, Republicans, those who are backed by the religious right and by most teetotaling groups are now like, bars should be open and let people drink as much as they want, as much as they possibly can. And Democrats are like, yeah, but it's a it's a it's a public health risk, and they're like, no, let them get fucked up. Yeah, I mean, obviously those people are just reactionary, and it's just like a matter of if you like it, we don't, and, mm-hmm. and vice versa. Um, I, I'm of two minds. I mean, yes, we we are still very much in the midst of COVID nineteen pandemic. Like, don't get that twisted. You know, even if people are getting their vaccinations. This is the we're at the five yard line and we're trying not to fumble the ball going into the end zone. Um, But on a certain level, I mean, we do have to think about like what life is going to be post COVID. Now, does that life being post COVID mean that people should go to the bars until super late in the night? I don't know. But aren't you getting more traffic at the bars like? between the hours of nine and 10 or whatever. Anyway, like, I, I, I don't know. I, the, the whole thing about the bars being shut is like, or being shut down earlier. It, it seems more like a symbolic thing. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, I, I mean, look, I mean, in New York state, the closing time is set county by county, right? So there are counties that have like midnight, 1am, 2am closing times. Loser counties. Erie County is unusual that it, it just like New York County and the Bronx and the, and the other boroughs, that it has a 4 a.m. closing time. That's unusual in New York State. Midnight, 1 a.m., 2 a.m. Are, are more likely the, the closing times. So if you're a midnight or 1 a.m. closing time county, exactly how much business are you going to be losing in that one hour or two hours that people aren't coming out earlier? Like... I know that, like, going to, like, again, when I went to college, the closing time was 2 a.m. So people just went out earlier than they did when they were in Buffalo and got all their drinking in. And then when I would come back to Buffalo for the summer, well, that just meant that, like, instead of going to the bars at, like, 9.30, I went to the bars at, like, 11.30. Yeah, it doesn't seem, honestly, like, it, it really seems just like a like a gesture for some reason. I'm not saying that we shouldn't be taking the, the pandemic seriously or the virus seriously at this later stage, hopefully later stage, who knows where we're actually at, but hopefully later stage. But 
I wish this sort of vigor and fervor about keeping the bars closed at a certain time was applied to like the schools. Like, yeah, let's keep the schools closed until we have vaccinations for all the teachers and kids. I, 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 you could say I'm reframing the argument or whatever, but it all has to do with like what we're doing to fight COVID-19 and, you know, big symbolic gestures. Like that just seems like such an empty and pointless fight that makes you look bad for really no good reason. I, I don't see much utility. I, I guess, I mean, I don't know. I, I think the people who are fighting to keep the bars closed are also fighting to keep the schools closed. The people who are fighting to, to open up the schools are the, are the Republicans who are also the ones who are like, open up the bars, open up everything. Then make that the center of the argument. Like, the, again, you know, the Republicans are the ones, obviously, who are framing this and like, look at the scold Democrats who are big government trying to shut down your bars. But fuck, like, I don't know. I, this would be the one, honestly, if I were fighting this battle, this would be the one that I would... I'd let slide say, okay, you can have your, you want to go out and drink and, you know, in the middle of the pandemic, fine. Ideally, you have to show your vaccination card to get in the bar, but fine. But just take the fight to the schools and stuff um, and keeping the schools closed or, or fighting for more remote at-home learning. I mean, I guess, but like, what if thousands of people die because you didn't want to fight over it? But are, are thousands of people going to die because the bars are now closed at 11 instead of 2? That's the crux of the argument. And I don't know if we have any... I don't know that we have any scientific research. I don't... The, right. That, and that, that's what it comes back to, to for me is like how symbolic it all is, which, hey, not all symbolic things are bad or meaningless. There's a lot of things that you, that you can do that are symbolic that are big gestures. This feels like a... A very scolding gesture, but who knows? Who knows? I, Maybe it's... I mean, we, we also don't have any any scientific information saying that, like, it doesn't impact it either. Sure. I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I got no problem with 11 p.m. closing time. Like... No, I don't want to go have a beer at midnight, okay? I mean, sometimes can, I do. Jim, can you just let me? I mean... Midnight look, beers. Sometimes I, I want to go to Mother's. Ooh. I know! But like, whatever, it's, it's fine. Yeah, I've got beer in my backyard. Yeah, it's true. What else we got going on, Jim? It's a slow news week. We're not gonna. Well, there's not. There's not too much. Uh, we do have our first official candidate for governor for 2022. Who is New York State? Rep, uh, Republican member of the U.S. Congress, Lee Zeldin. Okay. The Legend of Zeldin. The Legend of Zeldin. Uh, I thought Elise Stefanik was going to run, potentially for governor. It seemed like she'd been trying to set herself up as like a moderate Republican. But if Zeldin's running, that means Stefanik's not. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's just another Carl Palladino guy to me. Yeah, I, I mean, he's just another guy, like... If it's as long as it's not Cuomo, Zeldin gets crushed. Yeah, I wonder if that's the sort of cudgel that the Dems are going to use to Cuomo at a certain point. Like, look, buddy, I know you're a megalomaniacal shithead, but as bad as you are, Cuomo, like, do you really want to? Do you personally, for your own ego's sake, do you want to actually be in a competitive race with Lee Zeldin? Like, even in it being remotely close to competitive, uh, Andrew Cuomo's career, political career, is, is 
washed anyway. But yeah. for whatever legacy he wants to hold on to, even tie his name remotely in the same category as his father, uh, being in a competitive race with a guy like Lee Zeldin in New York is the way to, uh, you know, just really put the um, the death knell to that. Right. So. I mean, go on on top, which your father didn't do. Um, go out in, a, a, as somebody who won all of their races. Don't go out as somebody who just held on too long and lost to Lee fucking Zeldin, another George Pataki. Not even lose. You know what? He could have another term, but like just a competitive race with Lee Zeldin. Like that, I don't think that as, shit, as shitty as Andrew Cuomo is, I don't think he would actually lose. But I do think it would be so close that people were like, holy shit, we're in a competitive governor's race in New York. I, I, I think he might lose because like, as opposed to last time where, like, the Working Families Party endorsed Cynthia Nixon, and then she lost the Democratic primary, so she dropped out, and the Working Families Party gave the line to Cuomo. I don't see them doing that this time. I see them, they'll, they'll pick a candidate and stick with that person if it's not Cuomo. If Cuomo is the Democratic candidate, I don't see Working Families giving him the line this time. No. We'll see. We'll see if uh, Andrew's, Andrew Cuomo's ego, which is quite quite massive, but mm-hmm. if he'd be willing to withstand a loss, which I don't think is possible, but even to me, a close race with Lee Zeldin is a loss. So we shall see about the governor's race. How about a little bit closer to home, Jim? Uh, well, we got um, uh, your beautiful boy, my beautiful boy. Eerie kind of controller stuff on Mahalo. Hubba hubba. Uh, he sent out a, a press release this week citing a couple of major uh, illustrious awards he won. Now, uh, are you familiar with, Ray, with the who's who of American colleges and universities? Am I? Yeah, I was on it three years in a row. Right, yeah. And, and how do you get on the who's who of American colleges and universities? Oh, um, by being uh, ex- exceptional and uh, a smart, pay- good boy. Yeah, and and paying seventy five dollar fee. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so these awards that uh, that Stefan won um, are from organizations where you pay money and then they review your controller's office and then get and then they go, here's your award. <laughs> You're a good boy. Ooh. So, it, so he's he's claiming. Well, you know, the controller's office never won these awards when Mark Polonkars was controller. <laughs> like, well, yeah, because he didn't waste the fucking money on buying an award for himself. You want a good? Hey, listen, you want a nice award? You gotta you gotta pay good money for an award. Okay. I like I like awards. They don't come cheap. You want a good one? You want a cheap one? You go down okay. to the cheap award store, okay? Anybody get those? You want a who, nice award, real who, shiny? Who do I pay for the best podcast award? Oh, we should buy a whole bunch of fake podcast awards. Yeah, let's do it. We well, we can we you know what? We, uh, that could be our how we make our our money is we could start racket. We could start doing podcast awards, and we Ooh. could get we could get uh, Norm Macdonald to come out. All the all the stars are here. All the stars are here. <laughs> Well, all, all the all the comptroller stars are there for Stefan Mahailu to, to give him all the plaudits. Mm. I mean, I, you know, you you hear about this sort of thing in like 
the world of law firms, you know, there, there's a lot of that I've seen. Um, not that I'm a lawyer, but I, I have seen that. But it's just like, it's so pathetic for what? Fucking com Oh, the Comptroller Society of the United States. Yeah, I mean, it's... Oh, it's from the Comptroller Society? Oh, wow. Oh. Well, that's... that's the Comptroller the Society? Comptroller the that's, that, that That's our other grift that we're going to start, is we're going to start, like, uh, the... Mayoral uh, Association of American Cities. Oh, okay. The MAC. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we'll give out awards based off, uh, like, for only, like, $275 a, a, a city. What? And there's, like, last I counted, like, dozens of American cities. There are at least a dozen. Right. Cities. So they'd pay us for an award? For Yeah. For, for like, award. what, best mayor? Yeah, uh, uh, or a good boy, man. A recognition of excellence. It can't oh. be so shame. They have to pay us, and we'll review if they're eligible. Right. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. But f with that nomination, we could say, "Well, turns out you're a good boy," and then we can like scratch their back of their ears or something. Good boys. Everybody just wants to be a good boy. Good yeah. Boy. Good. Good. Good mayor. Good. We, we can give them a greenie. Mm-hmm. Good controller, bad controller. No, bad. Yeah, bad controller, bad, bad controller. <sighs> Just not great. Because not you know, great. you know what else he did. Re Jim. Well, he co-hosted or went to a Dingus Day celebration. Mm. Now it was in the traditional Polish neighborhood of Williamsville. Mistrovia, <laughs> and uh, they're like free beer. Ten cases of beer. Bring your own beer after that. <laughs> wow. Okay. They're so generous out. Right. Uh, generous. And also, fire for mask burning. Are you triggered? Are you triggered, Lib? Well, hold on. Now, devil's advocate here. Were they starting the fire to disinfect the mask for future use? You might as well disinfect yourselves at that point. Just jump no, in. yeah, just jump in the fire. Uh -oh. <laughs> Did Stefan jump in the fire? Uh, I don't think so. No. Uh, he was still tweeting. Okay, all right, well. well yeah, whatever. I mean, we're just going to get a whole bunch of this symbolic, again, back to the symbolism, but this dipshit stuff where, hey, throw your mask in the fire, blah, blah, blah. Listen, we're all going to be happy when we don't live in a world where we've feel compelled to, to wear masks everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, is it the practical choice? Probably. I haven't been sick in quite some time thanks to wearing masks in public places. It's also, at this point, a little old. But, but, making a big show of, yeah, we're going to throw the mask yeah, in the floor. I, I haven't been licking any doorknobs lately. I have, but I mean. Well, yeah, how you feeling? Well, you know, really, most of those houses were pretty clean I broke into. Hey, great. I mean, they must have had, like, you know, housekeepers or something. Well, that's lucky you. Yeah, well, I mean, I only I only stick to, like, the, the high-rent section of Riverside when I break into houses. Good, yeah. Good thinking. Yeah. Um, I, no, I mean, fucking Stefan with I'm going to burn masks. and I mean, but here's the thing about it. Like, he wasn't even proud about it. Like, 
that was on the flyer that he was tweeting out and, and putting out on Instagram. But he was like, hosting a dingus day party, free beer, come celebrate Polonia with me. Burn your mask. What a loser. Like, Hold on. He's just like, like he, I got no friends. Come hang out with me. I'm going to burn a mask and, and it's going to be cool. Right. Like it was like, it, it was like, we're burning masks. Also sit at your car and stay away from everybody else. Oh, oh okay. Uh, uh, this isn't, this isn't just some sort of empty uh, symbolic gesture. This, this has real meaning because you really believe. He's a jabroni. Uh, well, He's it, such a piece of trash. Mm. Speaking of piece of trash, uh, we had a mashup gym of two square favorites recently. Oh baby! What's this? Oh yes! Oh oh baby! I I'm so excited for this. I hope we had. Our, I wish we had our own theme music. We're gonna have to get work on theme music for this. Yes, this is gonna be a curveball for you, right? But uh, okay, I'll do my what I can. Our, our boots on the ground, friend of the pod, Tara Sullivan. I think I called her Tara O'Sullivan last week. Tara Sullivan uh, keeps me posted on all the. Bobby De Niro news that's fit <laughs> to print because athletes unleashed uh, on their usual bullshit. Okay. Um, you know, they, they love to post the, the crazy shit that uh, pops into fucking Bob D- D- DiCaprio's head. But we have a, a fucking square mashup here, guys. We have at athletes unleashed. We have sheriff candidate. Steve Falano gave a, um, a had a meet the candidate uh, event on Thursday, April eighth at Athletes Unleashed, um, and the post. You know, join us tonight. The position of sheriff is critical to ensuring freedom. Hashtag civil responsibility. Civil responsibility. Hashtag vote. Hashtag Erie County Sheriff. And uh, oh, there's more. There's more. So after the event, and, and you see a bunch of people who are, like, fucking 80 years old in this picture. They're either... So the, the picture it, that athletes is, unleashed... Is that Corey? It, 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 <laughs> that'd be very funny if that was friend of the pod, Corey. Um, <laughs> kind of looks a lot like him. It's not, but it kind of looks a lot like him. But you have either, like, 80-year-olds or just, like people who look like their moms dress them um, sitting inside of athletes unleashed where you can see like the Gadsden flag and yeah. uh, cool. And um, the night after uh, Bobby De Niro himself, speaking of people who their own personal viewpoints are attached to their social media of their business as Lauren, we discussed with her earlier, but uh, athletes unleashed posted on their Facebook. If you missed tonight's opportunity to listen to Steve Falano answer tough questions, you missed out. He is an impressive individual and a political outsider. He has an impressive platform that puts the citizens of Erie County first. New York State and Erie County, no masks? Don't like it? Go eat a bag of dicks. Hashtag Falano wins. Hashtag America. Hashtag life. Hashtag liberty. Hashtag the pursuit. Hashtag 2D amendment. Hashtag citizens first. Hashtag Falano wins. It, well, I mean, as we talked about on on the uh, money broadcast, Falano wins is the name of his political action committee or political committee. Sure is. Uh, and like we talked about with with Jeff at that time, like, 
If Falano polls like double digits, the local Republican Party is going to lose their fucking minds. Oh, yeah. That he's getting like play with like places like Athletes Unleashed and he's getting crowds at all, he's going to pull double digits. Now, I will say it wasn't a huge crowd. I, it was no, like, it's, it's not, it was not a huge it crowd. It was like 15 to 20 people. Like, let's be real. At least in the pictures that um, Athletes Unleashed posted, which, you know, they're trying to put the, the most generous looking picture possible for that. But, but still, I mean, the people came out for him. Mm-hmm. I still think that uh, he does not win, but my God. No, I, I mean, I, I don't think he wins. I think, I think the sheriff's race is very interesting on the Republican side. Um, and that, like, Garcia, like we talked about, has a lot more money than Healy Case. Um, Healy Case has had a story come out about her causing an accident that the city had to pay, like, $900,000 for. And then you've got Stephen Falano, you know, going after the same right wing that Karen Healy Case is going after, potentially splitting the vote and giving Garcia a chance to win. But then Healy Case has a conservative line. Um, the Democratic race is also interesting with Beattie and uh, uh, Brian Gould and Miles Carter. Um, but, um, I mean, I guess we'll see more with the sheriff's race. We could probably talk about that more next week or the week after. Yeah, I, I, I could feel... You know, after um, after a week of talking about like the best of Buffalo and stuff, I just don't have the heart in me. I don't have the heat to throw the the fastballs at uh, all the stuff that I'm hating on. I just I feel too good. The vibes are too good this week, guys. We uh, we want to thank our guest Lawrence both of Step Out Buffalo and the Buffalo Creative. Please, uh, if you don't already follow up Step Step Out Buffalo, you know they do the memes. Uh, they do all the fun stuff, the posts on social media. That's Lauren's doing. Also, uh, if you're in the market for your own social media needs, you know, hit her up. She's great. And if we're talking about hitting up, guys, where can, uh, Jim, where can we hit you up on um, social media? You can find me on on the Twitter at James Tamel, James, J-A-M-E-S, Tamel, T as in Thomas, A-M as in Michael, O-L, or on Instagram at Battle Jim of the Republic. You know where I'm at. I'm at the real Ryan Steele, D A Real Ryan Steele on Twitter, the real Ryan Steele on Instagram. And re, well, be careful <clears throat> what you wish for, because you may find me, but you might, you know, <clears throat> you might think my tweets are bad. I think I'm annoying, but I'm not going to get you. You had a way. good tweet this week, re. Well, oh, which one? It was the one about the four episodes. Oh, yeah, TV. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a pretentious asshole, so I'm like, oh, look how much I love Twin Peaks. Well, but yeah. I do love Twin Peaks. It's great. No, Twin Peaks is good. It's good. It's good. You're you not should. pretentious. It's good. It's good. You, you can find Ree on Twitter at Uncle Snake's Nephew. Uncle. <laughs> <laughs> More importantly, you can find... <laughs> You can find our social media page uh, at Square Pod Buff on Twitter. Yeah. We are on Facebook at the Square Podcast. And of course, if um, I don't know, if you're not already listening to us somewhere, like if you found us on SoundCloud and you're like, hey, I want to listen somewhere else, well, you can open up your little iPhone and click on the podcast button and go, boop, the Square Podcast and find us. We're there. 
We are on Google. We are on Stitcher. We are on uh, Spotify. All of it. Uh, we're, we're everywhere. All of it. Or if you like your little SoundCloud and you want to just keep doing that, keep doing that, dear listener. You can also support us on Patreon. We are. I listen to us on Podcast Addict. Okay. That's I, another one. Sure. We're we're on wherever there. you can find us. Um, but yes, support us on Patreon. We are working out the details. I know I sound like a broken record, but we are going to up our Patreon game and, and do a little bit more because you are very loyal and it's a lot of fun doing this podcast and uh, we want to, I don't know, diversify ways to build our, I don't want to say build our brand, but, but you know, make you Come feel like you're, you no, no, no. I want, I want the listeners who I think are already pretty invested to feel like a little bit more invested. Yeah, so maybe it like show us that you, you really want us to record like the very first big gym stories on vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put it on Ship vinyl. It out. I will fucking put it on vinyl. Yes. We will. But anyway, that's all we got for this week's uh this week folks and uh thanks for joining us. Yeah. We'll